This is Cloud City. Cloud City with Martin Bove. Hi, this is Martin Bovee again, and we are back for a second special about the Brewery of Ideas event, uh, the 5G event that is going on virtually on the 1st and 2nd of April, and we have our second special guest uh, virtually in the studio, so Johan Marquez Barria, welcome. Thank you, Martin. Hi. Happy to be here and to share with all of you. Ah, cool. Now, Johan, um, you, I should actually call you Professor Doctor because uh, yeah, you have a really impressive academic uh, resume. Um, can you tell me more about yourself? Well, um, I am. I am living here in Belgium. I'm happy to be here. I am. Um, I was born in Bolivia. I I am Spanish Bolivian. Um, I have um, lived, studied, worked in different places of the world, um, actually in different um, societies, um, such as um, USA, Cuba, Spain, Ireland, Bolivia, um, here. So I am, I am someone that um, lives, worked, and studied in different places, and I have actually embraced the best of all these um, this, um, cultures and, and places. And here I am in Belgium working for the University of, uh, University of Antwerp. Um, I'm a professor on telecommunications and also I'm a researcher for IMEC. Um, IMEC is a, a research institute here in Belgium that it's dealing um, or researching uh, um, it's researching uh, different uh, different things and um, digital things, digital solutions for um, enhancing, basically enhancing society. Um, IMEC has a partnership with different universities. The University of Antwerp is one of those, and we are doing cool stuff regarding telecommunications, regarding Internet of Things. Um, in partnership, we have. Um, built the smart city of Antwerp we have built the smart highway for for smart cars in Antwerp and um, this is what this is what I do I I, I love this and um, actually um, I hope that I'm going to keep doing for the rest of the of my working time here in Belgium okay yeah you say the really cool things uh and that's really the cool things that you are doing, yeah. All the next level technology stuff around 5G, uh, yeah, really awesome. Um, I think even I was talking earlier with my sound engineer before the broadcast. I said, yeah, I think Johan, if he would be in a pop star, everybody would know him. But hey, you have a huge impact on the world, I think, uh, for sure in Europe uh, on the smart cities, on on, on technology. Um, but do you agree that 
there's not a lot of not enough awareness around that on the, the great stuff that you are doing? I think that um, unfortunately there's not enough um, awareness about what um, different researchers are doing um, not only on my field but the research in general um, we unfortunately we don't have um, that impact and that um, how can I say that exposure to society I should say that we don't have enough exposure to society so society is not aware of what good things are being done in Europe what good things are being done here in Belgium um, towards um, different fields um, medicine technology um, economics there there are good um, good outcome um, coming from from universities um, in, part in particular here in, in, in Belgium um, and um, we don't have that exposure and also uh, what society in general sees are final products and the research usually do not um, turn into a final product by university researchers that those are the companies so people is aware of the the solutions let's say um economical solutions or technological solutions they are aware because of the companies who are making it mm -hmm. and not because of the research who has enabled that nevertheless i think the role of a uh, of a research institution it's to do that to research and to enable uh, new solutions that um, even that they are not produced by university or the researchers themselves they are um, they impact society in general yeah. yeah that's true I think researchers really build the foundations and, and the roads and then then companies take over and make business models around that that's something like that I think um, yeah yeah um, And I think that should be the role. Actually, um, we research with taxpayers' money. So we should enable these um, this new advancements that are going to return to society by different means. Sometimes by uh, governmental uh, programs or projects, and sometimes through um, companies that they evolve a product towards benefiting the users, the society in general. So, Johan, uh, can you tell me more about what you're passionate about? Um, telecommunications, um, wireless connectivity, and actually 5G. Um, 5G nowadays, society is becoming aware of what 5G can do, um, what is 5G, and what can do for, for society in general, for um, business in, in particular. But it's a complex topic because 5G, it's actually two letters, a number and a letter. And what so what is 5G? It's a difficult um, answer because it's a it's a complex answer. There are many com uh, components in in those two letters, 5G. There are business, um, business, um, uh, business components. There are technical components, they are legal and um, regulation components that all get together in order to offer 5G. And 5G, it's, um, it's, um, a, well, it's a net, it's a, it's a network that provides more, more and more 
everything, more capacity, more speed, more benefits um, to, um, to the different devices that are going to be connected. And I am passionate about it because it's a complex world that requires to research into different um, into into different fields from different perspective it's a multi multidisciplinary uh, research and this is happening here in in Belgium it's happening here in Flanders and um, it's amazing actually that's why I'm living here I was um, um, I worked in 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 Spain um, I worked in Ireland and um, this is how I ended up coming here because um, when I was approached by University of Antwerp and IMIC, by, by, by the IT Lab Research Group, which means Internet um, and Data Laboratory, I was approached um, to, to come here. I realized the, the interesting things that was happening here. And um, then I, I saw an opportunity to, to keep learning to keep learning from my colleagues here, to contribute um, to to generate new knowledge. And um, that's what makes me every day, uh, makes me wake up with, um, with a stress smile, stress in the sense of, okay, there are so many things that we need to face today, but uh, um, stress in that sense, but a smile because um, I can do the things that um, I like to do. Yeah. So I consider myself a lucky one. Yeah, I understand, fully understand. I think you really have a huge impact. Now, um, I'm working together with Brew of Ideas and they told me that you were considered one of the founding people of On5G in Europe. Um, I know, what is your view on that? Why uh, are they saying well, that? Well, um... Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I I, I felt honored that that um, some people um, may consider uh, myself as as one of the founding fathers. But I think that's that's too much to say. Um, I'm, certainly, I am heavily involved on on the evolution of 5G since um, 5G started um, as a concept. Then it started as um, it started as um, to, to um, well, it started as a concept. Then we worked into the definition, uh, into the standardization, into the basically into the rules that should um, make 5G happen and then into how these rules are being implemented how these rules are turning into production so basically since the idea was starting up to now that the idea is it's um, it's happening I've been involved um, because um well, there's a saying that we say that, um, oh, you have to be in the right place at the right moment. Um, and, and you should consider yourself lucky to be in the right place at the right moment. So that was me. But I have to say something else for um, that I like to say to my to my kids, for instance, to my daughters. And I want to share. And also I shared this with my students. I said, you have to be 
in the right place. You have to be lucky to be in the right place at the right moment with the right knowledge. And um, I think this um, um, this is what has happened with the with the five G uh, five G story here in Belgium. When some of us um, from from different places in in Europe, from different research institutions, um, uh, we started to discuss how should be the next. Um, the next generation of communications um, why our current communications needed to evolve um, into something better in order to fulfill the future I'm talking about this um, almost 10 years ago how are going to be the future applications what are going to be the future needs of our society what is going to be the future needs of our companies of our industry so we always talk about the future And then we start to think that uh, back in the day, the current technology is not going to be capable to fulfill those future um, future needs. And then we start shaping how first how the future needs would be. So we start um, basically um, imagining and um, taking educated guesses. Uh, guesses on how the future needs uh, would would be or how they would like uh, would look like so um, based on that we started to design how should be the new systems that can cope with those uh, future future needs and I'm talking about 10 years ago and those future needs are now here we are in the okay. in the that future is now the present And um, lucky us that we were just looking into that, so now we can answer, and we can uh, we, we can answer to those to those questions, and we can support different research um, research um, initiatives, research uh, programs, um, European worldwide programs, and also industry. And uh, I shouldn't say and also I should say and mainly industry. Because they are the ones that they develop, the, um, they implement, they develop these solutions, and they make these solutions real. So the future is today, and um, that's how we started 10 years ago. And I was involved in, uh, I was involved in all these ideas with with many other people in in Europe and um, and in the world, but uh, mainly here in Europe, trying to solve um, this upcoming upcoming challenges and now we are here uh, 10 years later I think yeah, 5G is only in the beginning of the possibilities now um, you're also working on a really interesting project the 5G blueprint um, can you tell me more about that Um, yeah, um, as I was mentioning, there are different uh, 5G initiatives uh, running at the moment. And um, one of these initiatives, uh, um, it's 5G Blueprint. This is a European project. Um, the European Commission um, every year uh, makes a, a big call. They, 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 they call for projects. So they say... Um, to collaborative projects and uh, collaborative in the sense that industry, so companies and universities, uh, research institutes, they should come together, uh, prepare uh, a proposal, a project, and we are going to um, to finance this, um, to fund this, uh, this research. And they fund 
the best projects in, in Europe. And so let's say that from every hundred projects that the different teams around Europe prepare, only five to seven get funded. So it's extremely competitive in Europe to uh, put um, a project together, the ideas, the challenges, and how they are going to be addressed. Uh, we put this into a project, into a proposal, and then we give it to the commission. The commission, with with um, supported by several experts, um, worldwide experts, they choose the best, and they then they give the money to, to research on it. One of those um, European projects is 5G, 5G Blueprint. This this project is extremely interesting and it's about the following. Um, we are 28 um, institutions between company, government, the, the uh, um, research institutions um, and companies that are working in the automotive sector. So this project is aiming to design a system that is going to, uh, based on 5G, it's going to enable and enhance new services in transport and logistics. And what are those new services? We want to teleoperate trucks and to tele-sail vessels, uh, boats. So trucks and um, boats, yeah. Yeah, trucks and boats for logistics. We want to... Um, create a network based on 5G connectivity um, and on top of that to create uh, enabling services as we call them that these enabling services are going to make possible that a track can be remotely driven to teleoperated teledriven from a command and control center we are going to, uh, at the end of this project, we started six months um, ago and we have three years to go. Um, and what is the final outcome? We want to generate a model, a guide, a blueprint. Actually, it's called 5G Blueprint for because of that. We want to generate a blueprint with the best practice, um, uh, uh, a guide of best practices towards enabling these services. And this will imagine in the future that somebody uh, can drive a truck remotely from their um, command and control center, from their desk, from like a game. You sit there and then you start um, tele-driving this, this car. What the, What's the benefit of having this? There are many benefits. First of all, um, the, um, this project is focused in the area of... Um, uh, the Netherlands and Belgium and only about um, these two countries there's a lack of personnel for um, driving for driving these uh, this trucks and delivering from from the warehouses to the port delivering goods there's a lack of personnel and um, also um, there are um, there's well I don't know the, the, the number of millions per year uh, by heart at this moment but there are a few millions that um, they are lost just in the waiting times in the um, traffic when the trucks are just to stop there waiting and waiting for to, to, to move in the highway waiting and waiting to get into a port to load and unload their, their goods so all this queuing time 
and the lack of personnel, it's a big problem for, for this uh, vertical, as we call them, uh, mm. for this industry, for, for, for tra transportation and, and logistics. So imagine that you can do that from your, from your let's say, laptop from, from, from your center. Well, this, this needs to be a, a, a highly um, technological command and control center or, or remote cockpit, as we call it. It has to be um, really top-notch technology that you can drive seamlessly from your desk to those tracks. And when one of the tracks is being loaded and unloaded, you, with a couple of buttons, you change uh, virtually from one track to another, and then you continue driving another another track. So okay. we maximize this this um, this driving time. Also, we enable um, new opportunities for, I know this is going to, be, to, to sound a bit weird, but also to have a gender balance in this, in this, uh, in this domain, because um, due to the long hours driving, the, the, the fact that you have to be in the highway for days uh, driving, and when you're a woman, it's also difficult um, when we were understanding the challenges of this, this, this pop up and it was very interesting for me to understand that um, with this technology, we can not only enhance the technology per se, I'm passionate about technology, but it has to have a purpose. And that purpose is to enhance something in society, enhance the services, enhance the, 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 the people, uh, people themselves, their jobs. And it pop up about um, gender balance and, and women in this in this area. Imagine that a woman has the um, the comfort to go to her office to teledrive or telesail a boat, and then going back home at the at the end of the day. That would be really cool. Eh? Yeah, that would be <laughs> super cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I really see the benefits. There's also one downside. I hope you thought about that. You have Grand Theft Auto. Do you know the game? It's it's, it's a game where you can get into a car in, on the PlayStation and then you can drive over the people and stuff like that. I think you will try to avoid that uh, <laughs> in yeah, your model. How do you do that? How do you control? Hey, do you need to, do you need extra sensors or how do you, yeah, will you catch these things? That's, that's uh, um, when we started the, the the podcast today. I say we we do cool things, and and the things I really mean physical things. And um, as uh, as uh, as you know, uh, in the brewery of ideas, they they are organizing um, the convention of for Internet of Things. What are the Internet of Things? Internet of Things are the smart devices that we we all have at home at our watches at our um at our cars um the smart city has smart infrastructure so all these smart things they basically sense what is happening around and they give us information and they say i am sensing uh, this temperature i'm sensing presence i'm sensing uh, water etc 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 so um, what do we do with with this with these things these sensors we use them all over the place all over the place means we have vehicles and the future vehicles, the connected vehicles, they are full of these um, uh, sensors, these things 
that they can provide us information about what's going on around the vehicle. The smart highway, for instance, that we have uh, this highway, the E313, a segment of the E313 in Antwerp, we have um, the, um, for the last um, three years, yeah, since yeah, um, I, I came to, to live to Belgium three years ago, yeah, for the last three years uh, and a bit more, um, EMEC University of Antwerp, uh, collaboratively with um, UGent and with, um, with the government, with the um, um, Ministry of um, uh, Mobility, we have been developing this highway as an example. This highway is full of equipment, sensors and connectivity that is making sure that we can understand the environment, the context, the vehicles, the danger, the presence of people, the presence of bicycles, the presence of um, big or small vehicles. And all this information in real time is being transmitted to a center where this center merges the information and creates a virtual reality of what's going on at this precise moment. And this information needs to go really fast in the network because it's, it's real time. You cannot mm -hmm. afford to see a danger 100 milliseconds later. You mm -hmm. cannot because, as you mentioned, you can run over someone, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. In the game, you can, uh, you can really... Yeah, the game is otherwise, of course. Uh, another story, of course, yeah. but uh, yeah... Yeah, I understand. So, yeah, and therefore you need 5G. You need fast communication. Absolutely. That That is the reason why we are using 5G uh, in this project, because 5G means uh, more capacity, more more speed. So we say, technically we say low la latency, that communications um, are faster. And um, this is this is to, to send the data, to transmit data. But it's as important as transmitting the data really fast is obtaining the data. It's, um, both things are extremely important. What data shall we obtain? Data that's coming from these sensors, data that is coming from these um, multiple sources that they need to travel so fast in the network, they need to be processed really fast and they need to uh, give information really quick to the human driver to the human teledriver yeah. and these are many challenges yeah, that absolutely. needs to be addressed by many different um, experts uh, yeah i can imagine because also in the back you need the data centers uh, stored uh, somewhere um uh, yeah you need yeah. To, that's also i think we are in a unique moment in time we have really big public cloud players, 5G, you you have AI coming up. So it's really a great moment in time, I think, to do research in, and to, to do really cool things. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and once again, uh, talking about um, Belgium, Belgium is, is investing a lot of... Um, a lot of money, effort, time into um, into these solutions. So, in Europe, when we talk about um, um, who's who's developing the latest um, good solutions, uh, um, the most relevant solutions for the for the problems for the current and future problems, then Europe looks at Belgium. 
And they say in that place they have already this type of solution. That's really super cool. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. It's one of the reasons why, uh-huh. why, why, why I, I why I'm here and I want to why I want to be here. <laughs> I understand. Uh, a question. Uh, I'm I'm really future orientated. So I once had a dream. Uh, I believe that it is possible in my lifetime that people can chip themselves with an intelligent chip that tracks all biometric science uh, stuff like that then shares it to to also to uh, some ai driven medical network um i think 5g and iot is is really an important part of that eh? you, because you can communicate like that do you believe that a future like that is far away or can we achieve it in a limited amount of time um I like to think about uh, technology in blocks of 10 years. Actually, that's how we have been evolving telecommunications. Uh, Every 10 years, we have a generation. Since the beginning, the first generation, where we had um, the first um, wireless mobile communication with these big bricks of of phones that... um, that we had them. back in the day I so we them. started ha- <laughs> yeah 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 it was it was exciting times and then every 10 years we have evolved into into a into a new generation so when i look things i, I uh, when i look at things i want to think about um, 10 year blocks um regarding your question are we going to be are we going to reach that um, um, that stage um, is going to to be your uh, is, is going your dream to, to become true yes it is um, at this precise moment we are already starting to look into 6g this is the way how it goes first we do research it takes uh, it takes us about 10 years of research then when our research uh, proves that we are that's going to be useful. That um, it's already um, it's already well designed. This research turns into the commercialization phase, and that's where the researchers stop, and then where industry uh, takes um, and starts making the solutions real into into industry into society in general. And these solutions are ex- are used for another ten years. So while uh, while a generation is being de- deployed by companies and used in industry and and and, in, and being used by by people, um, those ten years researchers are researching the next generation. So we go in in parallel in parallel um, worlds where first the researchers have done their 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 job. Once it hit the, 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 the market, let's say, by companies, this is start, um, we start into what's next. And at this precise moment, we are starting, we're starting on what's next. Next is 6G. Um, what's, what's the difference between 5G and 6G? Well, it's exactly what you were saying. How are we going to be able to communicate um, things that are happening in, uh, in our bodies? And we will, and we would like to know. And actually, by knowing, we can approach the problems. Imagine that we can have so many uh, information about our our own health that this information can be useful to uh, doctors or to 
AI systems that um, support the, the, the support the doctors. They give information to the doctors on the the level of the sugar in our blood, the level of our um, white cells. Um, imagine all all that information in real time. So we need new communication systems that they can get uh, that information from our bodies. We need new things. Uh, by things, I mean the new devices. We need new internet of things. We call them nano because they have to be really small to get in, into our bodies. So we are researching into um, internet of nano things that they are going to go um, for medical reasons, for instance, as an example. They are going to go into our body, but they need to send information. How do we send that information out of our bodies? We need new technologies. And 5G cannot solve that. So we okay. need an extra step, which is called 6G. And these 6G uh, communications are going to be capable of taking that information um, from from this type of, of, of um of um, situations, use cases, getting information out of our bodies or making um, small, so microscopical things to communicate between each other. And that is 6G. Our 5G that I am passionate about it, it's solving at this precise moment um, things related to um, virtual reality, to augmented reality, to connected vehicles or um, what, what we were talking about 5G blueprint is basically connected vehicles so we are solving with 5G we are solving those uh, those type of of challenges the next challenge is your dream for instance it is AI artificial intelligence is 6G communications and I foresee this happening in 10 years okay my 10 years block <laughs> cool cool thank you uh, really interesting absolutely so uh, yeah, is there a, is there a technical limit that you see on, on on connectivity like that? Is there will there be a seven G or an eight G or does it stop or is that difficult to um, say? Because at a certain time everything is connected all the time in real time, super fast. So. I I think this is this is the chicken and egg problem because um, what we um, what we face as a researcher is like chicken or, or, or egg problem in the sense of the technologies the communication technologies that we develop are um, enabling or, or are helping new applications to to happen and because these new applications new connectivity uh, new challenges for connectivity that our initial connectivity is not capable to solve anymore so it's a cycle we develop a technology this technology enables uh, for instance we have 5g now with 5g we have connected cars and what happened if we have ex uh, in, in in 10 years or let's say more than 10 years everything is connected all vehicles are connected it's going to be a massive issue of connectivity in the world so our 5g is not going to be enough to solve that connectivity then the the connected cars that they were enabled by 5g are not going to be sold by 5g and we are going to need a new type of connectivity 
6G is already um, the 6G that we talk about um, your dream uh, for for the for the uh, topics like your like your dream. 6G will also address the new challenges that 5G cannot solve. Mm-hmm. And then imagine this chicken and egg um, um, circle that's going to happen. Um, we develop technology. Technology enables new new services these new services demand more things from the connectivity and so forth and, and so on and so forth the sky is the limit the sky is the limit um, I don't know what's going to happen in the future but what I really think is that um, we are not going we are not just going to keep evolving technologies what we are going to do is to merge technologies so 3G 4G they are not going to be useless because 5G is here or because 6G is, is here. They are going to continue serving a purpose and they are going to be repurposed. Mm. Therefore, all the previous technology will continue serving society somehow. Not as initially, but somehow. So I foresee communications as the mix of the different already existing and future technologies to come okay cool now Johan um, a question uh, to next week and we will zoom back in today uh, in, in to next week when you have uh, when you're the, one of the speakers at the Brew VADs event uh, what will you be speaking about um, I would like to to share the the roadmap that we had in, in 5G um, to, to share, to compare what research, what is, what's going on in the research field, um, of course, regarding 5G. So what are we doing in the research? How this research is being translated into the uh, standardization and into the, into the implementation. So how What's the difference between what we are researching and what is being uh, produced by, by industry, by the, by the telecommunication systems? And actually, how this is being used in different um, areas of, um, of society. Uh, e-health, uh, connected vehicles, the smart factories, education. So I would like to, to share this and to see are we there yet actually i i, I call my 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 talk i i i i i title i entitled are we there yet and actually that's what i want to 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 share it's okay this is what can what research is doing this is what research uh, foresees this is something that may happen But how far from there are we at this moment? So what has been done by industry regarding what research has proposed, what has research, um, what research has already um, addressed? Is industry addressing um, at the same pace? What, what, how many years of difference between this? Um, it's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the, the, what's the difference? And how long is going to take us to to reach there? And what what do we have at the moment? 
what is Europe having at this moment, what the world is having at this moment, what are the, we, uh, it's a technical, uh, technical word that we use a lot, use cases. So what are the use cases happening in the world? So up to what extent this 5G thing is real? Is it real or is it just or it's just um, uh, TV commercials um, or, or, or commercials Mark, or on the mark, media. Or new marketing buzzwords. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That, that's that's what I would like to, to share. Okay. Is this real? Up to what extent is this real? Okay, cool. And you were speaking on the 1st of April, 9.15, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, cool. indeed. So, And um, yeah, I will be really happy to share all this um, all this matters I'm personally looking forward to it it has been a really an interesting talk um, for sure about the CG, 6G uh, but also yeah the amazing work that you already did for 5G um, and another takeaway uh, that will be the title by the way of the episode is be at the right place right moment with your right knowledge I really love that one I will remember that for a long time too. <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, indeed. Um, and I think um, the right place is Belgium. The right time is um, today. And the right knowledge is um, technology. 5G technology. <laughs> I fully agree. Johan, thank you uh, for joining the show. And uh, yeah, let's keep contact. Uh, and good luck with all the great work. Thank you very much, Martin. And um, let's hope that um, in the future, after Corona times, you can visit our premises and then you can see what IMEC and University of Antwerp is doing. The cool things that we are doing. Ah, wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to you for having me thank here. You. To all the listeners, I would like to thank you for the second special edition of the 5G IoT Summit of the 1st and 2nd of April. You can uh, find the link to the event in the show notes. And I would like to thank everybody. I hope you enjoyed this one. I did. Bye. Deze aflevering is mogelijk gemaakt dankzij Microsoft en Aspects. Aspects, de partner met meer dan 15 jaar ervaring in application hosting voor al uw cloud oplossingen. Onze missie? Een zorgeloze IT-infrastructuur opzetten op maat van jouw organisatie. Met gegarandeerde maximale uptime.